Welcome to Lord and Richards Radio, a program that will enable you to become more financially independent and prosperous from a biblical point of view. Tune in each week to learn how to prosper through good markets and bad. Now, here's our host, Colin Richards, Denver's Biblical Investment Advisor. Hi, friends. I'm glad to be with you today on Lord and Richards Radio. I'm Colin Richards founder and president of Lord & Richards. We're a team of advisors who are dedicated to helping people just like you retire financially independent. And we're doing that every single day. On this show, we're discussing investing and planning from the perspective of key biblical principles, a little bit different way of looking at money. We also talk about how to use methods and strategies that will enable you to prosper through both up and down markets. And that's so important in today's volatile world. I'd love to chat with you. My team and I would love to help you talk to you about your specific questions regarding retirement and saving and investing from a biblical point of view. Just give us a call at 720-372-0400. Again, that's 720-372-0400. Well, today we're going to jump in and continue our discussion of the principle we find in Proverbs 13:11, which says, wealth gotten hastily will diminish, but he that gathers little by little will see it increase. So the principle we drive derive from that at Lord & Richards is to manage risk as a steward, not an owner. Manage risk as a steward, not an owner. You see, if you own something, you may be more inclined to take more risk than perhaps you would if you were taking care of something for someone else. Uh, we all know what this is like. You know, someone entrusts their car to you. Maybe your car is in the shop and you borrow someone's car. And as a result, you're extra cautious. You turn the wheel slowly through the through the corners. You don't want to do anything to damage that car or your relationship with its owner. Well, have you ever thought about the portfolio or the retirement savings that you've accumulated over the years as being a stewardship, not an ownership? I can almost tell it when I see people who view what they have as theirs as opposed to belonging to God. You see, when we think of what we have as belonging to God, just like that illustration of borrowing your neighbor's car, you may find you're more inclined to be careful about the kind of risk that you've been taking. So how is it that we can be good stewards when it comes to risk? Well, it means that we're going to manage risk, not just take risk. You know, even in the parable of the talents, where the Lord gives to each servant an opportunity to invest for the kingdom, we do have one servant who simply decides no risk is worth the potential of drawing the ire of the master in the story. And so he buries or hides that talent so that it won't be lost. And when giving account, he presents that to the Lord and he says, you know, here's my talent. I buried it. Um, I knew that you're, you're a difficult master and so therefore I, I didn't want to take any chances. And he gets rebuked because the other two who were given different opportunities both took advantage of the opportunities that they had. So what I'm not talking about is to never take risk. There's always some form of risk. It may not be what you think. You see, there are other things we can risk besides downside loss in the market, such as liquidity which I know we don't think of as a risk, but it's a compromise that we make in order to gain something we really want, like safety and growth together. We'll talk about that today. 
So we're talking about managing risk as a steward, taking care of the risk that you take so that you reflect the stewardship properties of your portfolio, not just ownership properties. And the goal is to do a great job for the Lord while we're alive, investing and taking care of what he puts into our hands, not just money, our treasure, as we might say, but also our time and our talents. Have you managed your time as a steward? You know, the the hours that are at your disposal, not just your employers, are they given over to the Lord? Or your talent, the gifts and abilities that you have, are they making an impact for the kingdom? So these are important questions, and today we're going to give you some ideas around this idea of managing risk as a steward. To get an idea of what goes on in terms of the markets, I want us to understand what we're really gaining in terms of reward for the risks that many of us take in our portfolios, be it your 401k if you're still employed, or your IRA, or your other accounts that are in trust, or joint accounts, or individual, and so on. So today we have the market notching all-time highs. You know, it's amazing that you can go through what we've gone through and the market seemed to completely ignore that simply on the promise that it'll get better, simply on the promise that things will look up eventually. And so the market no longer reflects in its numbers the true condition of any given company or group of companies, for example, when we have an index like the S&P 500, or let's take the Dow Jones. So the Dow Jones Industrials is a group of leading companies here in America that have often been used as an index to gauge the health of our country. So During the 2008-2009 crash, we saw tremendous losses in that index as, unfortunately, things uh, weren't taken quite as optimistically as people do today. And by the way, we know that the market is eventually going to drop, and it's going to drop significantly. Bear markets come in cycles, averaging one every few years. And we've gone quite a long time before a real bear market. The drop that we saw during COVID, that was just a a little playful um, downward spike that came right back up. But we will face and, and we're going to have down markets. And the question is, are you prepared for them? Have you thought in advance how you're going to handle the downside risk? And you say, well, you know, I, I, I'm taking some risk, but I don't think I'm taking much. Well, for those who, who went through 2008, 2009, or any of the other large bear markets in recent history, you know you can erase quite a bit of wealth quickly. And what are you getting in exchange for it? Well, over the last 100 years of market history, the Dow averaged from 1915, 99.15 was the Dow, to 2015, 18312 was the Dow. That's 5.3% average return, 5.36 to be precise. You say, wow, I thought I got a lot more reward for my downside risk that I was willing to take in the market. Well, maybe it's better if we look at the new millennium, if we, if we look forward from 2000, so the last 20 years of history. Well, once again, in 2000, we started at 11,501 on the Dow. Today, we're a little over 33,000. That's an average return of about 5.5%. So markets have not been all that inconsistent 
in the new millennium compared to the prior hundred years. So here's what's going on. We're notching all-time highs. We are experiencing similar markets to what we've always experienced. Here's a question. Have you prepared in advance for the inevitable downward turn of the market? Are you managing risk as a steward? Are you closing your eyes to risk, treating it like an ownership of your portfolio as opposed to a steward? You've been listening to The Lord and Richards Show, and I'm Colin Richards, Denver's biblical investment advisor. I would love to talk to you about how you can take control of risk, how to manage risk as a steward in your portfolio, and yet still have great opportunity. Just pick up the phone and give us a call at 720-372-0400. That's 720-372-0400. I'd love to chat with you. Of course, check us out on the web at lordandrichards.com. So if what's going on in the market today is more of the same, we're really not, uh, we really haven't figured out markets so that we no longer have risk. We're continuing to have similar returns to what we had historically. Then what are we dealing with in terms of retirement and how to take a portfolio like that, bend it to our will, and as good stewards, not only manage risk, but now draw income from it so that you can support your life in retirement so you can do the things that you love with the people that you love for the reasons that you love here at lord and richards we call that financial independence you see we know many of our clients uh love what they're doing and they don't have any definite plans to retire certainly there are those who can't wait to step away from their day job but there are those who love what they're doing and can see themselves always doing it so here's the question when do you want to be able to say I'm doing this solely because I love doing it, not because I need to earn the money. Well, that's financial independence. Maybe just another term for retirement because you're still working. Well, we learned some time ago that you need to have a rule, a process for drawing money out of your portfolio. But here's what we've learned is that volatility in the markets, and boy, do we experience that, creates an unfortunate series of events that can make it almost impossible to predict how much you can safely take out of your portfolio. Let me explain. Back in the 1990s, a man by the name of William Bengen, a financial advisor who had clients, decided he would sit down and figure out, based on past history, what might be a safe withdrawal rate. So if you had, let's say, a million dollars, that might be more than you have, it might be less, but we're just using it mathematically. If you have a million dollars and you wanted to support your lifestyle, he came up with what's called the 4% rule. He'd say to his clients, go ahead and take out 4%. Well, let's see, on a million dollars, that's $40,000 a year. Huh, that's not a whole lot, is it? But based on his backwards calculations, he said, you know, if you had taken out 4%, historically, and then gave yourself a little bit of a raise each year for cost of living, you would be highly unlikely to run out of money. Well, you see, that that analysis was, first of all, very simplistic. Second of all, it was done in the 90s. You might be looking at it and saying, well, I don't, I don't think 4% sounds very exciting. I mean, if you've accumulated a million dollars, are you telling me I should only take out 40000 a year? Yep, that's what William Bengen would say. Well, about 20 years later, After we had experienced double-dip market crashes in 2000 and 2008, 
Dr. Wade Falk came along and took a much more scientific look at what it means and what it involves to live on a portfolio. And he wrote an article some years ago called Forget the 4% Rule. Since then, he's written books, he's lectured, he's appeared on the, on the media. But Dr. Wade Fowle discovered that with the true volatility that we now experience in our modern markets, wild fluctuations, that it creates, unfortunately, a set of circumstances where some people are not going to make it if they draw 4%. That's hard to hear, isn't it? Why is that? Well, because if you take out 4%, but markets do the wrong thing after you start retiring, if they start off bad and then eventually get better, you actually have a, a terrible hole that you have to dig out of it. Imagine if you had retired in 2007, and right after taking your 4% withdrawal, the markets crashed and wiped out 50% of your wealth, which is what happened to people who were in the market. Now, you're taking not 4%, you've, you've taken 54%. And in the future, if you take the same dollar amount, it's more than 8%, more than 10%. And what are the odds that your money will last over a typical 25 or 30-year retirement period if you're taking 10% a year? How are you going to make those kinds of returns without taking even more risk? You see, the market averaging 5.5% is not going to get you back where you need to be. We call that a recovery. And by the way, if you've had surgery, dental, or otherwise, a recovery is a good thing, but it's a good thing that comes after a bad thing. Here's the goal. Let's not do recoveries. Let's just not have the, the illness or the injury that causes the need for the recovery. You say, okay, well, I'll take my good old 401k and keep it invested the same way I always have, and I'll just lower my withdrawal rate to 3%. Wow, that'd be that's hard. That'd be capitulation, right? So I'm going to take that million-dollar portfolio example. Now you're only taking 30000 Well, surely that would last. Well, according to Dr. Fow's calculations, lowering that to 3% still leaves a 24% possibility of failure. Wow. You mean I have a 1 in 4 chance if I even lower my withdrawal rate to 3% of failing in retirement, running out of money before I run out of life, that's what we call failure. Well, folks, the good news is, is that that is not the only solution, lowering your withdrawal rate. Dr. Fowle came up with a much lower rate in the 2% range if you want to really lock in a lifetime withdrawal rate that won't run out. But we've got better solutions for that because we really think our clients should still be taking out 4 or 5% every year. But the key is the investments, the portfolio, has to be designed to manage risk, not merely take risk. And as a steward, that's great because we know that if we can make that money last, we can continue to use our time, talents, and treasure for the Lord over our whole lifespan instead of becoming poor as a result of market declines and poor risk management. So what are we going to do? Well, we're going to learn how to manage risk as a steward by protecting what you have. Protecting what you have. Again, wealth gotten hastily will diminish, but he that gathers little by little will increase, according to Proverbs 13, 11. The idea is don't try to get rich quick 
with your portfolio, just like you wouldn't try to do that with some business opportunity, throw all your money in that and risk it all. You would certainly, if you have children, teach them, don't try to get rich quick, gather little by little. Well, it's the same thing in your portfolio. But the good news is that five to five and a half percent return that the markets have given us over the last century and also in the new millennium, as gauged by the Dow Jones Industrial Averages, that can be achieved on a much more steady basis without all the highs and lows and zigzags. We can turn that roller coaster into the kiddie ride, as I say, and still average a similar return to what the markets have been giving us all along, just without the stomach-wrenching drops that we've come to expect from our markets every so often. You say, how do we do that? Well, we'll talk about that here in our next segment. But if you're just jumping in, this is Colin Richards. I'm Denver's Biblical Investment Advisor. I would love to talk to you about how to prosper through both good markets and bad using great risk management. Check us out on lordandrichards.com or just pick up the phone and give me a call at 720-372-0400. Again, that's 720-372-0400. I'd love to chat with you. Well, of course, over the last years, even since Dr. Fowl, we have gotten a little bit more sophisticated at Lord & Richards, and we've learned to scientifically test your portfolio for your probability of success. So we don't just have to re rely on books or articles or guest speakers. We can actually take the portfolio that you currently have and test it based upon the amount of risk that you have and determine what are your odds of success. I just did one of these for someone, and it was, of course, shocking for them to learn that their likelihood of success was less than 50%, less than 50%. That'd be hard to retire, wouldn't it? If your likelihood, based on how you live and your budget and your withdrawals, was too high for your money to last throughout your life because of the volatility. But you know, the neat thing is what we did for that client is we were able to just reposition their wealth into better tools and better management and more risk management, downside risk management, so that now with the same dollars and the same budget and the same lifespan, they never ran out of money. Their probability of success went up to 99, 100%. Boy, those are numbers that I wouldn't mind retiring on. How about you? And so we can do that. We can help test your portfolio, but also develop a strategy to improve your likelihood of success and allow you to retire with great confidence. You say, how do you do that? Well, here it is. You ready? We're gonna teach you how to protect and grow your money on the same dollar at the same time. We're gonna teach you how to protect and grow the wealth that you have so that you don't take unnecessary risk. You say, well, you know, how do you do that? Because I've always been taught that if you're gonna grow your money, you gotta take risk. That's true, but remember I said that there's different kinds of risks. There's the risk of market loss, certainly, and that's one way to take risk, and certainly we can continue to do that, and we recommend that you do that for pushing a certain portion of your portfolio towards higher returns, but we still wanna manage that risk. Not just as a steward, but now let me add this, like institutions and endowments do. You know, I love some of our great organizations here in the Denver area, like the Children's Hospital. They took care of my daughter at a key time in her life. 
And so imagine if I had given them money and then in the news the next day it said Children's Hospital loses 50% of their endowment due to mismanagement. Well, you'd be mortified just like me. Well, here's the key, is they're not going to do that. You see, just like you, the Children's Hospital, other large endowments and institutions and wealth pools are looking for a more steady, predictable experience. Not the roller coaster, but the kiddie ride. Still trying to get the same long-term average growth rate, but without all the highs, lows, and especially the dips, but a smoother experience. Well, you might ask, can I have that same experience? And the answer is yes. On a portion of the portfolio that's appropriate, you may want to give up something else besides safety. You see, we have three things we can emphasize or compromise on any part of your portfolio. The first is safety. Well, most people, as they get close to retirement, are less and less interested in giving up safety. So what's the next one? Well, growth. You know, you can have a really safe portfolio that doesn't grow. Well, we may only want to do that on a little bit of our money, like our checking account and savings account. But the third is liquidity. Did you know that by giving up some liquidity, you can put safety and growth together on the same dollar at the same time? This means we have a portion of your portfolio, an appropriate portion, that is less liquid, more long-term in nature, more mature, what we call a longer gestation period, that is both safe and growing. I call it the power of principal-protected indexing. Principal-protected indexing. It means that we simply take a portion of your dollars, and just like you could put it in a CD or other safe investment like a fixed annuity and get very low returns, what we're going to do is we're going to take that guaranteed low rate of interest and we're going to exchange it for the opportunity to do more. We're going to let that bank or that insurance company, whoever it is that we're using on this protected money, take your interest. And let's be honest, they're going to gamble it, okay? They're going to buy options on the market with it, and they're going to get really exciting with your interest and be really boring with your principal. They're going to get really exciting with your interest and be really safe and boring with your principal. Do you get the concept? Think of the great fable of the goose that laid the golden egg. That goose is like your principal, and the golden egg is like the annual interest that that CD or other safe investment vehicle would produce. Nowadays, even if you have a long-term CD, you're only going to get about 2% or a little bit more, but that's your golden egg. Which is more valuable? Which one do we want to preserve? The goose that produces the eggs once a year or the eggs? Well, I'd suggest to you that it'd be very wise to protect a goose like that because if you lose an egg, you know you're going to get another one. But if we lose the goose, we're not going to get any more golden eggs. The goose is your principal in the illustration. The goose is your 401k, your IRA, whatever it is that we're trying to protect. Let's keep that safe and sound and let's take that annual interest and run down to the market with it and see if we can turn that 2% into 5 or 10 or 20%. And over time, just like the market averages out to a nice moderate number, we find that these principal-protected indexed tools will average a nice moderate growth rate that would be similar to the experience that you'd have long-term in the market, but without all the drops. Elevator up, never down on the portfolio. 
one direction, one direction only. Zero, as some like to say, is your hero. You never have a lower return on, on this part of your portfolio than zero. Why? Because we never put the principal where it can be at risk. The principal is safe, just the interest is used to try to get more. And that's about it. It's called principal protected indexing. You say, does it exist? Sure. Back in 1987, Chase Manhattan took their boring old CD and dressed it up and said, hey, if you guys will let us use that interest, we're going to take it and try to make more. This has been going on for a long time, coming up on 40 years. This has been going on. The banks did it first. Then along came the insurance and annuity companies. You can do this in a lot of places, and it just doesn't have to be a CD. You know, CDs, you compromise on liquidity a lot. But there are other tools that will allow you to withdraw money slowly out of the portfolio to live on as an income or for other reasons. So here's the idea. By protecting a portion of the portfolio, an appropriate amount that we determine in the context of a comprehensive financial plan. We don't just drop a product in someone's lap. We develop a comprehensive financial plan. We call it a financial independence review that we do for you. And in that context, we determine the appropriate amount that we want to get protected and growing in exchange for less liquidity, leaving other dollars in the portfolio, yes, with some risk, but managed risk, like a steward. So that's our principle today. Manage risk as a steward, not an owner. If you've been joining us today for the Lord and Richards Show, I want to thank you. I'm Colin Richards, Denver's Biblical Investment Advisor. I would love to talk to you about how you can take greater control of your financial future. Just pick up the phone, 720-372-0400. Again, 720-372-0400. Investment advisory service is offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC.